Okay, so hello everyone. Welcome to a new UCC podcast. My name is Karen. This podcast is called Would You Be Well? <laughs> so basically, this is kind of like a conversational type podcast is what I want to do. Um, I Personally, I don't really like narrative-based kind of podcasts. I prefer conversations podcast and basically th- I want this to be a UCC version my own kind of version of a, a popular American podcast Two Hot Takes she was kind of uh, Morgan the creator of that one is basically the first one to do the kind of Reddit story podcast there's a few of them now so I'm not just completely ripping off her idea other people do it as well I promise um so I will be reading a few Reddit stories each week uh, <laughs> We are going to get used to this. This would be definitely a bit of trial and error. Um, I will be having a guest host with me hopefully every week so we can discuss um, the stories, discuss debrief and dissect the stories. Basically, I was like, oh, what I want this to be is like a debrief after like a night out is the vibe I want this the podcast to be. And also, hopefully in the future, I'll be adding like an agony and style section because I am 22 years of age, but I am obsessed with the like ask row section on the Irish Times. Um, when I was a child, I'd also on the physical magazines would read the ask advice columns. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm incredibly nosy. But yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to chime in. Um, so yeah, hopefully in time I'll get like a few like write-ins, but I might read just a few interesting ones that I've come across. Firstly, just a bit about me. I am a final year law student, and I just kind of wanted to do something that was totally different from my day to day. And my only podcasting experience is that I'm a serial voice messenger. Um, my worst voice message today has been 20 minutes. So, yeah, I'm terrible. So, anyway, I just want this to be a relaxed environment and just basically a chit-chat for about an hour that you can relax and listen to. And I just want to kind of preface, before we kind of go into, like, the stories and, like, the advice, maybe, columns, that, like, the po- the opinions on this podcast essentially will just be, like, my own, my guest host. I was, like, they're going to be shaped by our own personal experiences. I was, like, we will be conscious to be, like, uh, aware of both sides and, like, may play devil advocates at both times. Like, I have another law student on with me today. Hi, guys. Pleasure <laughs> to be here. <laughs> Want to introduce yourself? So, my name is Megan. I'm also a final year law student. And I have the privilege of being the first guest on the podcast. Yay! <laughs> so, basically... As law students, it is our nature to think of both sides. Quite analytical. Yeah. And a lot of devil's advocate in our course. A lot of devil's advocate. So, yeah, that's basically it. But if anyone has any, as I said, thoughts, opinions, questions, concerns, you can always reach out to me. I do have an Instagram that is just would you be well. So please send them in because I love just talking. Anyway, that's quick introduction. Probably Perfect. a bit long-winded, a three-minute introduction. Anyway... Um, so I'm going to do, I might read three or four stories today, depending on the length of them. Sounds good. Um, and they're all from the Am I the A-Hole subreddit on Reddit. Um, the quality first one, content on that one. Quality <laughs> content. Like, there's 11 million people on that subreddit. That's mad. That's I actually know. insane. Yeah. So, and the, I just saw yesterday, the guy who set it up is now turning it into a TV show, apparently. I'd watch that. Yeah. Oh, they'd have me. Yeah. So... The content coming out of the subreddit. This guy should be a millionaire. Unhinged. I know. So first of all, we'll do the first story. This one's kind of... This one's not that long. And I think just kind of interesting. So anyway. AITA for not paying rent while on maternity leave. Oh my god. (laughs) For a little context. I 
25 female, and my husband, 31 male, had a son in March. We've been married for eight years and always had a good marriage, but I'm generally wondering if I am in the wrong here. Basically, I am on mat leave until January. We live in Germany, earning under 60% of my normal salary. I am a nurse. He is a lawyer with a small law firm, earning more than I did working. He's been covering rent, while I pay for everything our son needs, anything I need and about half the groceries, as well as doing the lion's share of cooking, cleaning and childcare. He came to me this morning demanding I pay half of the rent, but I personally don't think that's fair in in our situation. I am planning to go back to work in January and then, then we would split the rent, household and childcare accordingly. He often refers to me as a stay-at-home mom, but the way I understand it, a stay-at-home mom doesn't pay for anything because she doesn't work outside the house or earn a salary. Also, I'm on paternal leave, so not a stay-at-home mom, question mark? My friends with kids who are also on that leave don't pay the rent. He argues that I'm bad at money, which I am, but our finances are split, so I'm not sure why it concerns him, and I don't see how paying rent would improve my finances. The way I see it, he's looking for all the perks of having a wife who stays at home without the drawbacks. Am I being greedy and unfair, or is he? So originally, hearing the title, I was like, yeah, of course, you need to pay your rent. I went a very different way to what I was expecting, but they sound more like roommates than husband and wife. Like, they don't give that energy. And he's a lawyer, but so tight. I just, I mean, the first thing that jumped in my head, like, she's 25 and he's 31. They've been married for eight years. I didn't even think of that. She got married when she was, like, 18. Like, also, everyone basically in the comments is like, why are you splitting your finances this way? Like, because he's paying for all the rent, right? Mm -hmm. Which, again, there's an argument for it. I think people should probably split the rent if you're living. But anyway, but then she goes, but she's paying for all of the child's stuff. Why is she the sole? I can see absolutely no logic behind their financial agreement. Because either it's her son or both of their sons. Yeah. Or child or whatever it is, but... Literally, the phrase is, I pay for everything our son needs. This is just mayhem. Yeah. Like, bizarre. And like, also, like, the other women not paying rent on maternity leave. I like, everyone's finance is each their own, but you ever see that thing where you split them in proportion to your salary? So Yeah. I feel like that would be a good solution here, but I don't that think... That makes more sense. I don't think he's looking for a solution. Yeah. I think he's looking for cheap rent and stereotypical family at home. Yeah. Because I think they have, like, she does say that, like, once she goes back working, they will then be splitting everything. But while she's not working, he's just covering the rent. But she's also covering all the baby stuff. So that half of her rent is going towards half of his baby. Yeah, like, if she pays price. half the rent, he should be paying half the baby stuff. Yeah. There's a simple solution to this, I feel. But I wonder how much nurses get paid in Germany because over here, I don't think I a solicitor and a nurse is comparable salaries. No, they're definitely not comparable. And she even said that like, what he's making now would not is not even the 60% of her salary. Or what she makes fully is like, he makes way more. The percentage of his, yeah. yeah. So everyone, basically everyone in the comments is like... Everyone sucks here. That's the overall vote. Yeah, is everyone sucks. So for anyone who doesn't know how like kind of Reddit works, you get am I you you get you get you get voted the a hole. You're not the a hole, or everyone kind of sucks, or they're like you need more info. There's like because peop- mm. people lie on the subreddit. I would lean towards you're not the a hole, or you're both the a hole. I think she's a bit yeah. delulu, as one might say, because 
Yeah. Why is she? Why is she taking this? I just think she's immature. Like I just think she's too young. When you do take into account the fact that she was eighteen when they got married, it does yeah shine a lot of light on the subject. Like, and the comments do focus on the fact that like they've been married for so long. They're like, you should be a team. Why you haven't not sharing your finances? But no one like all of like the like the top couple comments. No one mentions is their age, and it's really. I guess there's no well I mean if they got married at 18 what age did they start dating is another question oh that's even worse oh I didn't even think of that mm. that's worse because like he was fully like in his mid-20s when they got married gross so, no okay there's a lot going on here but then there was a one comment that was like oh, oh it's like in Germany that like if he's a lawyer he should know that like it's easier just to pay half the rent than like if they split up and like having to pay for like childcare like alimony or benefits I guess or whatever. I, yeah, I guess, but at the same time, if you've been married for however many years they've been married, why are they looking towards keeping things separate for divorce if they've already I got a know. child and a house and whatever? I know. Yeah, someone was saying here, I haven't factored this, so please, but it says that, like, you were, se- someone says you were 17 when you got married, and then the legal age is 18 in Germany, and then someone's like, this is serious, creepy vibes from that alone. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so... People, yeah. So again, the overall vote is Emily is everyone sucks. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I would agree because, like, but I feel like he sucks more than she does. Yeah. Now again, I don't know. I'm not in a marriage. I don't know how to split my finances yet. But I. I don't talk about finances, me personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, my finances anyway. We won't discuss. But um, <laughs> I yeah, I just you need to, if you like are in a partnership, you need to have some aspect of joint. Not fully. I don't know if I agree in fully joint. No, I think that there should be a joint fund and then your own personal yeah, fund. Yeah, 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 that's what and I agree with. I think with. whatever you need to contribute to the joint one, contribute. Yeah, and keep to do they, like, so. Anyway, that was, like, one of the lighter ones. Good start. Stand. I think, it, yeah, it's all right. Dark turn with the age thing, but other than Dark that. Dark turn, yeah. Time. And just to add, I forgot to add that this was by Athedis. Again, the Reddit names. Um, It's A-T-H-D-K-S, because I don't want to get copyrighted. Perfect. <laughs> So the second story, this actually is kind of relevant because it's kind of a, it's a proper, it's a succession issue. Please, no. Um, I can't do this again. But it's Texas, so we okay. are kind of off the hook in terms of actually trying to figure out the legality of all this. Perfect. So story two, AITA for not giving my aunt one third of my grandmother's home because she has sentimental attachments. So, my grandmother, 88, passed away in July after a short time in hospice care. While she was in hospice care, my aunt made comments about wanting the house to be known as hers, but I brushed that off because the house wasn't wasn't the time for that. I knew that what was in the will because I was there when she revised it for the first time when my aunt Kathy died and then was consulted again two years ago when my mother died and she had to change it again. Both times all that were changed were names. When her daughters died, she changed their parts to their respective children, and a new executor was appointed. The last time she felt she had to pick her only living daughter, but she wasn't sure, so she would be able to do the job. So she asked me and my cousin if we'd be okay of being backups just in case, so we were. Fast forward to when she died. My aunt announces that her and her husband will be moving into her house and keeping everything exactly like it is. She also said she would not be paying any debts for my grandmother because... That's just wrong. When I told her that's not how the will is written, she said, we can't find the will, and but since she is the only surviving child, the house goes to her. 
She will split the land like she knew the will said that, but the house and all the belongings are hers now. Mind you, my grandmother is not even in the ground. When we find the will, it's as like as what I thought. I thought everything is split in thirds, and if everyone wants to sell their portion of their house, it has to be offered to the family first at fair market price. And if someone wants it, then they have to buy the other two parties out. The house sits on one acre separate from the rest of the acreage. We go to see a lawyer and she says she would not be paying us and that honestly it should be hers because she outlived my aunt and mother. Her husband and daughter both agree with her wholeheartedly and I don't understand how we see it so differently. My grandmother revised the will twice in four years. If she wanted to have had the house, she could have hurt, She could have done so. Now... I am being called greedy to my face and much worse behind my back and I don't know where to go from here. I'm in Texas, if that makes a difference. Well, this is just the hypocrisy to call the grandchild greedy. I know. When she wants the entire house, all the belongings and to pay not a single cent, not even to the debt that she needs to pay off. It's just insane. Like that's, I understand that like succession of wills can be confusing, but that's just not how these things work you just because you outlive your siblings i'm starting to think there's a bit of foul play involved there now <laughs> because she brought oh up the God. fact that she outlived her sisters yeah and then she's standing over her sickly mother the grandmother just the house. died and she was like i'm moving in forget the rest of you take her pictures off the yeah. wall but she's like oh you, we'll divide the land though but she wants the house and like this is a full-grown adult woman with a husband and children she has her own house Clearly, or she has. A she could have been living with the grandmother. Who knows? Well, no, she said she's moving in. So, yeah, I feel like if she was living with the grandmother, that would have been said. Texas succession not works. Definitely not like that, though. No, no. <laughs> I think I, we can come I down can clear say on that with probably about ninety-five percent confidence. That is not how it works. Um, like the thing, like how the aunt wants it. So basically, the overall vote on this is not the aho. Which I would agree with. I thought you were talking about the aunt. Oh no, the yeah, the grandchild. So the writer, the grandchild. Yeah, yeah. not the a hole as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's an edit. Um. Oh yeah. So before the edit, there was one to point out that they only found a copy of the will, which I don't know. That may or may cause problems. I, again, ninety-five percent sure. I don't know how it works. Like, what a co- is a copy? It just sounds like an exam question. <laughs> I know. Where everything goes wrong. There's suspected murder. There's no but signed will. Also, if there's no... Again, this is probably a bit too lost. Unity. If there's no, if they can't find the will and they're like, oh, copies don't work. We need the original. Then it goes to intestate laws. Yeah, completely different. And the aunt isn't in any favour there. Yeah, she still like doesn't get 100% of no, the house. No, there's no outcome here unless she pays the others where she yeah. will get 100% of the house. Yeah. So she's just living in her own little world, doing her own little thing. And as much as I respect it, she's just wrong. And she's a little delusional. 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 Um, this is what I'd call, oh yeah, I didn't really explain this well, but the podcast would be well. It's like reading this story, I'm like to the aunt, would she be well? Like she's not like... She's not well. She's not well. She's not well. Clearly. No. Like, so... Yeah, everyone was like, a few people in the comments, again, were like, copy is sufficient. Some people are saying a copy is not sufficient. Again, I'm not from Texas, not from America. I don't know how their property or succession law works. Again, people are agreeing with you, being like, I love the irony when greedy people call other people greedy for blocking their greed law. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up, I'd that say. That basically sums it up. Oh, yeah. So the edit, 
was like, editing to the original, we have found copies of the will, but not the original. She's also crying poor and not able to pay for probate, and that's why I went to the lawyer with her. She wasn't. I wasn't going to give her money, but I would have helped her by paying him directly. That is until she acted like this. I offered to let her live in the house and keep it all in our names till she passed and then letting all the grandkids sort it out. Her husband hated this idea. I also offered her to trade some of the 18 acres she inherited and that made her super mad. I feel like the grandchild here has offered every single thing aside from just laying down and being rolled over by the end. <laughs> like know. They've come up with several solutions all of them based on either yeah. law or common sense yeah. and generosity, I would yeah. say. The husband, maybe he's like the driving force behind the aunt because why Why wouldn't he agree with that? It's I not even his family same. property. Because I, I think the offer that like, sh- the offer that she could live there and then like the grandchildren were shut out when she passed as well, uh, away, I think that's quite reasonable. But then the husband has it. The husband has no... The husband's thinking, what if she kicks it before me? I'm yeah, homeless. like, does he think he's going to get a piece of this house or what? It seems like it. I don't think any of them are very well versed in what happens no. with property. Which, again, it's very complicated. I don't expect people. I'm not be. exactly well versed in No, and I did, we did a year of it, so. Yeah, so it's understandable. Yeah. But conclu- con- conclusively say, this is not how it works. Yeah, yeah, this is not how this is working. Again, I forgot to give the name. Of this person. So this is posted by Brash, B-R-A-S-C-H-85, on the Am I the Asshole subreddit. So the third story of this story, I was like, this woman is delusional. So oh, I'm so excited. Um, Not the person who wrote it, but there's a character in this, so I was like, delusional. So the title is AITA for refusing to go to my friend's wedding as the best man. Where is it gone? Oh, there it is. (laughs) So, a good friend of mine, male 28 and male 29, is getting married in five months and asked me to be his best man. Where we are from, it is common to ask the best man to buy the wedding rings out of pocket. Not the engagement rings that is usually pricier, but because that's done by the groom. This is usually instead of another present. I was up for it. However, from what I understand... The bride wanted a wedding way out of their league, financially speaking. Instead wanted a huge wedding where instead of presents, each guest pays an entry fee. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I'm honestly against this kind of thing, but whatever or not, I considered it a good idea is not the point of this post. After all, it is not my wedding. The entry fee is 500 euros per person, to make up for the militia, militia, God, I can't say that word. Star chef, Michelin, Michelin. Thank you, star chef. The location, the live music, and the cathedral for the ceremony. And from what I understood, the bride wants to arrive to the place on a white coat with God knows how many horses. This information was handed out only after people confirmed they were going to attend. The reason being that the more people that are that are there, the less that it's going to cost per person. And they wanted to know the number prior to that. This is causing quite a few people to withdraw from the wedding, since most people aren't willing to pay 1k per couple for a meal. This in turn is causing the price per person to go up, so more people are pulling back, etc., 
basically the bride and groom were arguing with a lot of people that they abandoned her and are about to ruin her special day, etc. I thought that since I had to buy the rings, I was kind of excluded from this entry fee. Apparently, I was wrong. Now, both me and my partner are expected to pay another 1k euros total. I already lived abroad. Therefore, to get to the wedding, I have to get plane tickets on top of the rings that I already ordered and I don't think that me and my partner can afford another thousand euros on top of that. I told my friend that I am willing to leave him with the rings, but I cannot come to the wedding if this is the price of it. I already booked the holiday and the flights, though. Therefore, I would still be up for a drink before the wedding to hand him the rings, etc., I also told him that I'm still up for a stag do and if he wanted to find another best man and keep the rings I already ordered it would be completely okay for me. He was understanding however the bride was quite angry and she called me back saying I am an a-hole because I am abandoning my friend at the altar as everybody else and I am a terrible best man and that despite what he said I I have devastated him and ruined his day. The wedding is in five months, but apparently it's too late for them to cancel. People and me are agreeing to is causing them to spend more money on top of having fewer people. So what is it? Am I the a-hole for not going? This is insane. I definitely don't think he's the a-hole. No. And I just think it's so funny how they can't afford their wedding and they are shocked when other people can't afford their wedding. Like, this is the definition of, like, she's completely, like, off the rate. Like, this... Her head is in the clouds. Why? Ha- well, you can't afford this wedding. And the lovely touch of a silver carriage with however many horses, which I assume would you, probably be wired. You don't need, that. like, 500 euros. If I had to pay 500 euros going to a wedding. I just simply wouldn't. I just wouldn't. Like, I would not go. And it's it's it probably adds insult to injury that he would be in the country and just can't afford to come yeah, to the wedding. Yeah, I found that bit hilarious for some reason. I stand behind it as well. Like, come on, take your holiday. Yeah, he's already booked the time off. He has paid the flights. He's like, might as well. It probably cost more to cancel everything. Didn't budget for an extra thousand euro, no. which is very valid. Which is a lot of money. Like, people can't just drop a thousand euro on a wedding. No, it's the fact as well that as people pulled out, she hiked the price. She went, oh yeah, this will fix it. And then as more people pulled but out, like, she kept hiking the price. I, like... I would love to. I, it does not say the country, but I would really love to know. Like, is it in Monaco? Like, what? I'm where just wondering is that this? too. Like, Italy? where does the best man buy the wedding rings? I've never heard of that. Because he he said stag do, which sounds very English. In yeah, my it does. Head. Yeah. But, or maybe he's just probably like using like a direct translation or something. But, but then I yeah I don't know of any country that like the best man buys the rings. Uh, but but anyway, I think this is just definitely not the a hole though. Yeah, and it seems again classic case of bridezilla because he the yeah. like the the groom seemed quite chill maybe he probably was upset but wasn't going to end the friendship over i it. mean yeah like having like the, like probably one of your best mates and then like he's pulling in as being your best man is quite devastating but honestly like now if i was him i wouldn't want to marry this woman oh geez no like everything is gonna be cost a fortune just because financial ruin financial ruin like Going like the other guy, the German guy, the lawyer would have a fit. Oh, he if this, would, this just wouldn't be happening no. if we were to if two worlds collided. This guy would have an absolute fit. Everything would be halved here. Um, yeah, it's so funny when she's like, she your man literally goes. The groom was like, "Oh yeah, no, like that's fine, understanding." And then she goes, and then she gets a call from the bride, like you're abandoning him at the altar. At the I'm sorry, altar. the romance here going on. <laughs> Who's getting married? Is it the best man and the groom? Or? I know, like, there has to be more to this. 
Um, and then she's a terrible best man and Deva said ruin his day like the dramatics ruined his day five months down like, the line I think he'll recover yeah like but uh, again you can't cancel it five months in advance that's I come think on. you can you definitely can but like also like if she also then like didn't put on like a cancellation fee again that's her or their fault I don't know who to blame her I don't want to fully blame her because like he should have the groom should have been like He's let so, it go on. That's yeah. what I mean. No, he, he has his part to play for sure. Yeah, he should have been like, this is a bit much now. But she's obviously a driving force because if like someone told me they were coming in on a carriage to their wedding, I'd be like, oh, bon, like, Yeah, come on. Yeah. So again, the overall vote is not the a-hole, which I think we both agree with. So yeah, the top comment from called egg typing 101. It's not the asshole. I think the tradition of best man buying the rings is bananas because you're a... You're essentially going to ask someone rich to pay and you're going to bleed a friend dry. I don't understand the tradition or I do wonder if it caused tension or financial ruin for someone who was trying to show up for their close friend and feel honoured and they got asked. I I mean, again, I'm not going to fully dunk if it's this country's tradition. If you're not going to dunk on tradition, no? <laughs> well, like... <laughs> not about I'm, that. No, well, like, I don't know. Like, it's very little context of, like why the best man buys the rings. That's true. We don't know the story or the history behind it. No. I do think it's funny how someone else has mentioned financial ruin because how often does that come up in conversation? I know. I thought that was funny. But like, obviously, like, he he, he never said, he, in his own post, like, he's not debating paying the thing. He said, he literally has offered to give him the rings that he's already bought without, like, getting the money back. So obviously, like, that's not a fun, like, obviously he's accepted that financial burden and it's in replace of a gift because you do give wedding gifts anyway. But sure, the whole premise of this was that the best man gets the rings instead of the gifts. And then yeah. she was like, pay me money, entry fee instead of gifts. Yeah. So logic here would say that no. that is his entry fee paid. And like, I know that like, the only thing guests get, like the wedding is for the couple. Which like, I do agree with that. But the only thing a guest gets is a, like, is a meal, as a dinner. And maybe like entertainment as a band. They shouldn't have to pay. None, like, even if you go to a night out, you're not paying five hundred. Now, some people might be paying 500 euros. But like, for like Not a us anyways. No, not us. Not, not us. Um, but if you're having um, a 500, like your meal, like, that would want to be, I know it says Michelin star, but like. But you're just going to get the same thing, you know, Put a mushrooms and chicken on the plate, and then yeah, call it a day. Cla- now it's probably two Irish wedding, but your classic oh, like maybe. chicken, veg, two drowned in gravy if you're lucky. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I just think this bride also like wet. Yeah, wedding problems cause a lot of problems on the subreddit. Cause weddings, cause weddings and funerals, as we saw on the last one. Yeah, causes the most problems in life, I think. And the funerals are a tricky one as well because someone's just died yeah i think a lot of people oh yeah I, like a lot of people forget that like there's a grieving process going in here and everyone's just like oh it's absolutely insane how people jump from like being devastated to how much do you owe me yeah it's really weird and then weddings are like why aren't you, why aren't you paying me weddings give why doesn't the world revolve around me yeah it's very very interesting so i actually do think you're gonna have time to do um my fourth story and even do the Ask on him, but we're gonna see. We'll see how it goes. Okay, so this one I text. This is the one I texted you about last night. What I was like, I found the most <laughs> bizarre. I've story. been waiting for this one because the facts of this. There is an edit at the beginning of this, which I'm actually going to read after the fact because I want to hear your initial reaction to just the bare bone, the first story. Okay. Yep. 
and then I'll go back to the edit. So, AITA, sorry, I'm going to actually do this right first. This is by Shot Restaurant 6404 on the subreddit. So this story is AITA for telling my future sister-in-law that I will not be going anywhere and she needs to learn to live with it. So background, I dated Max in high school for around a year. My family life was awful and his parents really helped me in that time. After the breakup, they didn't cut me off even though I know it because I had some issues with Max. First of all, actually, I just want to preference, I don't think this person's first language is English because it is written kind of poorly, but the facts of this, I just had to read it. When I was kicked out at 17, they took me in. Long story short, I see them as my parents and they see me as their kid. I am close to their daughters and have been going to family events for a few years now. Max is getting married to Cindy and I have met her a few times and before this, I thought she was fine. Yesterday, I was going to get some mac and cheese and at the, at the youngest's birthday celebration, when Cindy came over and asked what I was doing, I told her I was getting mac and cheese and she got angry. She went on a huge tangent about how I'm trying to win back Max and how I'm not part of the family, that I should get my own family since I'm not needed anymore. I told her I'm not going anywhere and she needs to live with it. I've been part of this family for 10 years at this point. She ran off after that. I'm getting texts from Max that I am a huge jerk and I need to apologise. The rest are saying neutral, staying neutral, and the youngest is annoyed at Cindy. So update one, I called them and explained my side of the story. They were surprised since they got a different story. I don't want to lose my family. I asked them to adopt me as an adult if they wish. They said yes. This conversation has happened before. I'm going to read out to Cindy and Max and explain really clearly I am not a threat to their relationship. Initial reactions. Initial reaction is they're not the a-hole. Okay. There could definitely be a bit more information about her feelings towards Max. Yeah. Because they do have that history there, but yeah. it seems that she's fallen into the sister-family role. Yeah, I, that, I, the most interesting about the story is, like, the relationship and dynamic. Because when you read that title, it's like, oh, like this is fine like like why is a sister-in-law trying to like say she's not part of the family like she's not going anywhere i was like this is interesting but to read that like she dated this guy i do find it a bit uncomfortable to go from a dating relationship to a brother-sister relationship yeah it's quite a gap now, to bridge there. they said high school and i don't know what age they are now but if it's only been like maybe five six years it probably might be i don't know if they're in their 20s it still might be a bit weird but if they're in their 30s you know, it's definitely, look, not not a situation I'd personally put myself in. <laughs> but um, as of now, I don't think she is the a-hole. Like, this is the family yeah. she's grown up with from yeah. whatever tough time she had. And this girl coming in is obviously the new girl who's going to be part of the family. She doesn't seem to have a problem with her. But Cindy seems to have a problem with the... OP. OP. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you're saying that. <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, the first thing that I thought, I was like, she wouldn't, like, she wouldn't, I don't think anyone would s- stay getting help from an ex's family if they didn't really need it. Like, she obviously was in an awful way, and she does explain how her family life was awful. And, like, she obviously took their help because she really needed it. Like, I don't think she took it just to stay with Max, because if she wanted to, she would still be in a relationship with Max. There was a lot of time between then and now where she could have made her move. Yeah. And I feel like the engagement process, Yeah, it should have happened before then. Yeah, like, yeah, it says the sister-in-law, so I assume that they're married, like, 
there there should have been if she was uncomfortable there should have been many times to have this conversation oh for sure before I mean, legal binding yeah was put in some place. things just need to be cleared before you get married and that that's a lesson learned from today i think marriage bad <laughs> okay that's what we've learned i don't know about marriage bad that's each your own <laughs> but I just just have have more conversations before you get married i think they're important and probably don't do it at 17 again each probably. their own but if you're going to end up being in a roommate type situation anyway that's not the point of this story no We're that can be another that. topic yeah. of the whole oh that's I, really gotten I, to me obviously since <laughs> weighing oh, on me oh since i like saw that being like becoming a roommate with your partner fear and i'm not even oh. in a relationship like yeah no fear. can't get over it um yeah so basically the edit was just like explaining the more family dynamic so it was like she says to make things clear i am part of the family i call them mom and dad they tell me i'm their kids their sister referred to me as their sister not all families are born and yes i i have talked to max before we had a heart to heart when i moved in oh so she lives with them i think that adds more i thought that was implied to be fair i actually that might be true and i thought we were good we have been fine all this time until it's happened so okay so everyone else but sydney seems to be okay with this but again something must have happened or is cindy just unhinged i feel like these are one of this reddit posts that's like we're missing a piece of the puzzle or the story is completely mistold yeah you'll like in a month's time or something another point of view will come up and it'll be cindy telling her side and it'll just be worlds interestingly enough the overall vote on this is everyone sucks interesting yeah because i was like i i am leaning more towards um not the a-hole but i'd be the same but there was an interesting comment um that i found that has to do with in relation to like the adoption that is i can't find now (laughs) which is great but basically it was kind of like People are really questioning why now she wanted an adoption. And apparently she's an adult. Because people are like, you're an adult. Why do you want that the adoption so now? That is so fair. They were like... And now she does say this conversation has happened before. And like I know it's a big commitment again. It's like, it's, it's like marriage. You're making a commitment to someone now. This is a child-parent relationship. But like if they wanted to adopt her, I feel like they could have when this she was like... This just feels a bit vindictive. It's kind of like sticking it to Cindy rather than for doing it the right reasons. That's actually, that's what kind of people were saying, being like she only wants to like have probably on paper that she definitely is like an adoptive sister. Or maybe, like, is it vindictive or is it just to prove to Cindy like, look, I am like I am his sister. Look, it's on this piece of paper. I don't have any interest in him. You're fine. That's true. That's another good point. But then... I mean, like, if we want to put this in a completely hypothetical situation, turn it into kind of a horror story. Do you know oh. the movie Orphan and the, she's a little girl, but she's a grown woman? So spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched <laughs> Orphan. No, but, I haven't um, seen, but anyway. I feel like, in the grand scheme of things, a piece of paper won't stop any ulterior motives if they're there. That is... That's probably And if anything, well. it's just slapping a plaster on yeah. whatever He's trying to get it to maybe, have. like shut up and be like look i'm adopted now look i'm again playing devil's advocate i don't think that this is i don't think she's the a-hole to be honest with you i I don't think so it's just a difficult family dynamic and cindy just needs to yeah get over it or have talked about it beforehand yeah obviously they're going to need to talk about now and probably set out um the boundaries yeah so a lot of people the comments are like i wonder if something they're like i think something is missing or if op missed something why is cindy so upset or triggered in the first place 
Was it just her presence at the birthday party? Also, yeah, like she, like Sydney started having a go at her because she was making mac and cheese in the kitchen. That is not something to so have a go at. Of her. Yeah, trying like to get Max back with her mac and cheese. <laughs> Must be the best mac and cheese in the world. Oh my god, plot twist! Like, unless that's like his like favorite meal or something, or she was making it for him. Like, what? Like, what? That's yeah, not no, like yeah. the opportunity to have a go at someone. Um. So this comment was like, yeah, why is she upset? Um, did OP say something and not realize it? I doubt she asked what OP was doing and what she was... Yeah, everyone's like, it's not about mac and cheese. Like I definitely think more information would be beneficial. I do think there's something missing. But yeah. going off what we have, I think that... Yeah, bare bones what we have. Yeah. I don't think she's an asshole. But I do think there's something wrong But here. that that statement is open to being revoked. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so there's another comment here that's like, OP says that she's really confident Mac's family would choose her over him. What? Oh, here. Okay, there's clearly a comment from her that I missed, but we're going to just drive through and listen to this other commenters. So OP said that she's really confident Mac's family would choose her over him, which is so upside down from a typical family dynamic. And I wonder if that's why... Sydney is triggered chosen family is fine and all but if you usually don't love your son's ex so much then you'd have to be choosing her over him it's not weird to me that they love OP it's weird to me that they seem to love Max less if OP is to be believed okay that's again adding another layer to all of this so we've definitely missed something along the lines here yeah making a statement that you're loved more than their biological children is so backwards bold Bold, bold, bold. Like, like as this, like as this commenter says, like chosen family, absolutely perfect. Look, like, and it happens in a lot of cases. But like, to say, like, to try actually like weasel your way in and like cut out this <laughs> other child. Like, it's like he's trying to get rid of this him altogether and be like, these are my, these are my family now. I'm telling, you, I'm getting a bit creepy vibes yeah i think maybe controversial but i can see how this could go turn really ugly really quickly yeah on the face of it so maybe that's maybe it was about the mac and cheese maybe cindy was right okay we've flipped so quickly on this op look if there's a way to the heart it's food isn't it (laughs) so maybe she's got a point yeah i yeah i'm gonna say i don't know what i'm actually maybe, maybe i do agree with everyone sucks i think i agree with everyone sucks as well i've no longer think that she's not the a-hole. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say she, everyone sucks here because it's very confusing. So that has been... I saw That was the four better stories I have read. Um, yeah, that's basically that segment of the podcast. If people have... If they want to comment on it, I will listen to comments of people. If people want to say, give their own take, that like they think someone was the a-hole, not the a-hole, everyone sucks send them into the Instagram I will post them on the Instagram I'm really trying to push this Instagram it looks great um, so far thank you lovely profile my picture very quick graphic in my PRO days um, <laughs> so we have I have a few more minutes left and I so basically this segment is our and doing like an agony aunt slash I'm going to ask Karen's section but I, it's really cringe saying that but I don't have anything at the minute because this is the first show and I'm trying to as I said get the things running get the instagram running and people might share stuff in um but i'm i have taken inspiration from the ask row column on the irish times and i do i just wanted for the last couple of minutes i wanted to read one of this like i'm not going to read rose advice but i'm going to read what the listener or reader sent in sounds good so and then we can give our own kind of 
what we think just just like that because our opinions are so important oh 100 percent. and again this has to do with like again oh yeah i'm not qualified to talk about any of this stuff but i'm gonna talk about it anyway which i think is the nature of law students anyway so yeah that's so fair for better or worse yeah for better or for worse oh yeah okay this is the one so this is the headline my loving partner oh yeah so first of all sorry but this is from the ask row column on the irish times um and you know if you're a UCC student you can get a free subscription to the Irish Times I did not know that yeah that's why like I'm because these are subscription only but you if you're a UCC student you can sign up for free get them all juicy that's insane I really so yeah so from the Ask for section of the Irish Times this is from July 30th um, and the person who writes this column is Joe McDermott so obviously full credit to her for this advice column and we're just going to use this writing and discuss this so the title for this is My loving partner turned out to be married the whole time and that has happened before. This has happened to me on three former occasions and I am again have no idea. Am I the problem? First of all, I just want to dissect the title three times. So this feels like the type of woman to be struck by lightning <laughs> three times because um, this is just insane. That's just unfortunate. Because that's awful to happen once. Is it unfortunate or is she blind to the red flags? Do the red flags look green to her? I was thinking, like, I want to say this all, like very gently, like, there has to be a point where, like, she's missing something. Like... She's definitely got blinders on. Does not look at the surrounding yeah. facts. Maybe look, like, we have to hear more about it from, we'll but from title alone. Yeah, from title alone. I feel like there's something she's contributing towards this. Three men surely can't hide a full marriage and kids that well. No. Like maybe someone one, had to mess up. Maybe one can hide it very well. Yeah. But surely not three. No. Okay, so we'll get into her thing. So she says, Dear Ro, I'm in my 40s and I met someone two years ago at a social occasion. We clicked straight away and the person asked me out. We went out for 18 months. It was wonderful. I felt like we had so much in common and were progressing. I haven't had much luck in relationships before this and I have been used several times. I discovered on a random social media post that the person is married with children. I had no idea. None. I am heartbroken. I'm also very angry. I had given up hope in this area of my life and the person reignited hope. I'm finding it very difficult. This has happened to me on three former occasions and again, I had no idea. I consider myself an intelligent person. I have a responsible job. I am very independent in all ways. Do people see something in me that makes me a bit on the side? Why does this keep happening to me? Am I the problem? I'm despairing now. Oh, this poor woman. Yeah, now I I'm feel just bad sad. for my former comments. Yeah, now I just feel sad because, like, it is just devastating. Oh, for sure. And to find it out on social media as well, like, the absolute shock she must have gone through. But, like, I would like, so she's like, they went out for 18 months. How, like, how, again, if she had, like, does she not have access to social media for 18 months? Yeah, I know she's in the 40s. Here? So she, it might not be her thing, and that's so fair. But yeah, but like if you've been going out for eighteen months and you're in your forties, you think like obviously everyone's relationship progresses at their own pace. But did they not consider moving in together? Did they not, yeah. you know, talk about the future? Because obviously, if he has a whole other wife and kids, he has a house. Has she never been over to his house? Does he have another apartment? I just don't. I just the one thing that always baffles about me about like affairs and how people have them is like, 
how are people dividing their time? Like, I just don't think you could divide your time effectively enough that no one finds out. Like, yeah, I was no, going to bring that up as well. Like, nothing what? takes that much time. Like, not okay. I know that people claim that golfing takes eight hours. I'm not even going to discuss golfing. Let's stay clear of golfing. No, stay clear. <laughs> but yeah, some people claim that takes eight hours. Hiking is another thing that might take hours. But like, surely there's signs to be like, you could say, yes, I'm going hiking for eight hours. But then, like. But even still, if you're in your 40s and your long term boyfriend meets up with you for eight hours every Saturday, is that enough? Like, why is that all? And then never and discuss and text you from like eleven o'clock at night, and then do you then maybe at like six o'clock in the morning, but then that's it. And sometimes on a bank holiday. Uh, maybe oh yeah, the bank holiday, the school holidays. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe um, the writer here just doesn't ask questions, because I feel like once you start asking any kind of question or digging slightly deeper than the, you'd find out. There'd be something, it, whether it's him never inviting you over, him only talking to you on the weekends, him only being yeah. able to see you on the weekends. Also, like a completely unrelated point, I just don't know how people do it. Like it's so tar- Like again, kind of t- like so effort, time consuming. The brain power to think of these ways to deceive to two people, scheming and plotting, one hundred percent of your time, full time job, draining. Yeah. So. Look, maybe they're superhuman because I personally don't even have time to cook dinner in the evenings, let alone have a separate family and a side piece. A whole so wife and kids. A whole wife and kids. That's <laughs> just despicable. <laughs> How dare they? No. Uh, yeah, I do feel incredibly bad for this woman. I just think, I know she's in her 40s and she does seem, again, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir. I am 22 years of age. I have very limited experience in this department, but I think she needs a break personally and maybe retire from the dating scene for a little bit if this has happened yeah. three times now in the past yeah that's traumatizing it's deeply scary it is traumatizing. fair play to her for getting back on the horse times in fairness yeah, if I, think I got knocked down like that i'd stay down this woman is resilient that's what we've gotten maybe from too resilience. resilient look maybe maybe she doesn't know when to stop getting back up but yeah admirable but she's trait. a trooper she is a trooper, she and I trooper. hope that she finds someone I know. who doesn't have a family and kids. I would love like an updated section, being like, or like, or like you know, the way on like first dates, it's like this is them in a month, and oh like this yeah, is where they are now. I'm like, I want to know where this woman is now. Her fourth, her her fourth situation 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 with a married man. God, anyway, she must attract them. Something about her Yeah, screens. but she that's what she said. She was like, is there something about me? And she said, like, she is an intelligent woman. Like, she has a good job. No, she doesn't say. But maybe it's the fact she pointed out that she's quite independent. So obviously, she doesn't rely maybe. on them. She doesn't need them. She keeps herself going. So maybe her independence is probably part of that. Yeah, I was like, this might be slightly controversial to say. But I think if you get to a point where you're too... I'm going to try with caution. But, like, you're too comfortable that, like, you really don't mind what your other partner is doing... That you just completely miss yeah, you've what your partner is doing. Bit. So it's like, yeah, you're independent. You're okay to be on your own. But then you're like not noticing anything they're doing. And then they're just, they're so independent as well. They have a whole wife and kids. <laughs> That's extremely <laughs> independent. Some would say you can't get much more independent than that. No, no. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to wrap up now. That's basically the vibe of this podcast. It is just going to be a bit of teasing out and such um but basically yeah hopefully my goal is to have listener writings now again i'm not qualified to give advice but if you like our ramblings and if you just like as i say on my instagram just notions and just thoughts also like i think it just benefits people to talk about things with third parties 
Um, yeah, like to get an outsider perspective on things. Yeah. Even, even if, if it helps or it doesn't help at yeah, all. Yeah, even if it's not particularly relevant. Yeah. I like so. That that will be the aim if you want to send in a little listener right in. Um, yeah, that's basically the podcast. This has been Would You Be Well? And yeah, hopefully many more to come. Thank you.